Welcome to Tax Breaks, a podcast by the Federation of Tax Administrators, where we delve into current subjects and the relevance to the realm of tax administration. Each episode of our podcast features conversations from esteemed professionals from government, academia, and the private sector. Our guests generously share their wealth of knowledge and unique perspectives, providing invaluable insights and expertise to our listeners. I'm Charlie Helms. FTA's Director of Compliance and Regional Sections, and in this episode, I'm joined by Mike Lee, Senior Director of Customer Service at the Utah State Tax Commission, where his team has undertaken a substantial Voice of the Customer project to better understand and serve taxpayers. Welcome, Mike. Thanks, Charlie. I'm glad to be here. Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, particularly with the Utah State Tax Commission in customer experience, customer service. Yeah, Charlie, so I've been with the Utah State Tax Commission for 18 years. I started off in auditing and then moved along to uh, customer service and collections and recently uh, started working with the Motor Vehicle Division. Uh, during that time, uh, I've been in various roles throughout, but right now I'm the Senior Director of Customer Services uh, and I just I love being there and I love working with uh, taxpayers and trying to, to meet their needs and to really provide them with a positive experience when they when they have to interact with us. That's great. That's great. So you know, and I think a lot of taxpayers and and uh, citizens would probably think, um, you know, this is government. Uh, government really doesn't care about us. So tell us a little bit about how thinking over your the term of your career has changed. Uh, with regards to customer service, what we typically call customer service and customer experience. I, I think it's not just our agency that's changed, right? It's a national trend, uh, certainly within all the revenue and tax agencies to, to start thinking about this in a different way. And so we've, we've really changed our terminology from customer service, which I've always thought of customer service as, okay, I have somebody in front of me right now or on the phone right now, and I, I'm doing my best to fulfill right now whatever there is that they're calling about me or the reason they came into our office uh, or trying to resolve that issue right now. Uh, Customer experience, I think, is is a more in-depth and complete way to think of that. Uh, It involves, uh, so thinking about the service I'm providing right now, but also thinking about what happened before the, the customer came in. Why are they here? And could we have helped them before they came in to serve themselves, if that was how they prefer to be served, or uh, you know, what's their experience going to be the next step in the process. And so thinking about that whole journey that our customer goes on from the very first interaction they have with us to the end, and how do we make that experience the, the best possible experience that they can have. Uh, and I think also part of that is uh, how do we meet uh, that need in a way that allows them to be served the way they would like to be served, right? So we have customers who want to call us and we have customers who want to use a chat bot. Um, you know, our, our younger generations, they don't want to talk on the phone, right? right? They don't want to come in person. So how are they, how are we going to serve them in the best way possible? So you're thinking about the different channels that you use and how, uh, how you're communicating both proactively, because like you said, nobody wants to have to call us or contact us. They'd rather, they would rather us to give them what they need to be compliant taxpayers to do what they need to do. 
Yeah, we, we really have entered into that realm of thinking, uh, trying to be a lot more proactive with uh, what we're offering our customers. Um, you know, we're using things like, like I said before, chatbots, uh, more like that not everybody wants to call and talk to us. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things I was, is we talked, you know, a common example for everyone, I think, is that everybody typically, well, most states have income tax, right? Individual income tax. People file individual income tax returns and they typically will get a refund on those, hopefully. I shouldn't say typically, but hopefully they're getting a refund on those so they don't owe. And that, so they send in their return or they file electronically and then they wait for that refund. Um, and we get a lot of phone calls about people who want to know where is my refund, uh, right? And so on our website, we have uh, where you can go and you can, you know, punch in your a few pieces of information and you can get the status of that refund. Wow. Um, I think most states offer something like that, right? We tell you hey, your refund is processed, that you can expect it within two weeks. Um, your return is suspended for some reason, so we need to get more information from you. All those types of things, um, but and so that allows them to get a status, and then hopefully they feel comfortable with that, and they, they don't feel like they need to reach out to us, um, and they can understand oh my refund's coming in two weeks, um, and that as long as that expectation is delivered, then they hopefully had a positive experience with us um, in that way. And so that that kind of encompasses that whole journey from the time that they file their return to the time they get their refund want that whole experience to be positive. That's interesting. So you use the term journey. So do you look at kind of the total customer journey as they're working their way through your through your process? Yeah, and I you know, I think the, the biggest thing to me is thinking about how did they get to us? Uh, what was it that happened that caused them to feel like they needed to make a phone call or to come into one of our offices? Um, because typically those aren't positive things, really. Right. They're right. things that if, if we can help uh, defer that earlier on, if our process can be better, if we can be more proactive in communicating with them, then that's going to be a better experience for them. And it's going to be something that, that they can quite frankly self-serve on so they don't need to call and come in. Right, right, right. So if you can provide them better education, maybe on a particular tax law change, they're not having to call you. Yeah, I think that that's another good example, right? We we started doing, and again, I know a lot of other states are doing this as well. But we started doing YouTube videos um, on tax topics. So if you go to our website, you under our training section, uh, there's a whole list of, of topics that you can go and you can watch uh, short videos on a topic uh, that you might be interested. In. I, most of those are catered toward business owners, sales tax issues, and things like that. Um, but it's out there for people to, to get that quick education, right? Hey, I have a question about something. Maybe we're closed, right? Yeah. Yep. You want to go online? We want the answer now because um, we don't necessarily work the same hours. And uh, you can go on and watch that video. That's great. That's great. I've often said you can learn just about anything on YouTube. So <laughs> it's great that it applies to Utah taxes as well. Um, so, um, the Utah State Tax Commission is really considered a leader in gathering voice of the customer. What is voice of the customer and uh, why is it important? So for us, the voice of the customer is how do they feel about their interaction with us? We want to know how that interaction went. 
Uh, and so we have to consider when we think about the voice of the customer, we have to consider all of the different ways that uh, a customer can interact with us. Uh, they can interact with us on our website. They can interact with us in person. They can interact with us on the phone, or they can interact with us with us through our chatbot. And so we want to be able to gather and collect information on each one of those about how their experience was and uh, how that transaction went. Great, great. And uh, what steps are you taking to gather voice of the customer data? So kind of talking back through each one of those, uh, we have online, we have a, uh, a feedback option online. Uh, it actually, if you're on our website and static for too long, so you're not clicking on anything, it will, our website will actually proactively pop up a box and say, hey, it looks like you're stuck. Uh, would you like to leave feedback and tell us why you're stuck so we can make your experience better next time? So we have that option online. There's a button there they can click to if they want to leave that feedback. Uh, in person, we do surveys. Uh, we just rolled out uh, QR code surveys. So in all of our offices, we have a QR code that somebody can scan uh, to lay out on the way out, right? Yeah. They can fill out a survey on their phone and then we can get that survey result. Uh, on the phone, uh, this is probably the most exciting thing we're doing uh, right now. Uh, all of our phone calls are recorded as you would kind of expect, right? And so we have software now that analyzes those phone calls. Wow. Uh, and so historically we've looked for surveys on the phone. Um, but there's problems with surveys. Uh, so now we've moved into this uh, ability to analyze every phone call. Uh, we have AI that looks at each phone call and looks at certain characteristics of the phone call, pulls out the emotion of the phone call, the topic of the phone call, um, how our agent did on the phone call, and can help us understand uh, essentially gathering that voice of the customer on every phone call. And then we have our chatbot. Uh, the chatbot's very similar because we have the transcript of what happened on the chatbot, we can go look at uh, that transcript and analyze that transcript for those same types of things. That's great. And so you're gathering a lot of information, it sounds like. Uh, how are you then planning? I know you're fairly new into this. Uh, what are your plans to use that data to actually change your operations or make improve, improve communications with taxpayers? Yeah, so we're, we're very new with our on-phone on the phone feedback, uh, uh, but we're, we're a little bit more seasoned in other areas. Uh, and so with our, with, with that, we have a team of people that looks at that feedback on a regular basis, uh, and they analyze that and they come back to us with the recommendations. Uh, with the phones, we feel like we've opened up a whole new uh, realm of possibilities. Uh, right now, the amount of data we're getting from that is a little bit overwhelming wow. uh, because it's just, it's every phone call, right? Which is a lot of data. But thinking forward, uh, we can help improve our agents uh, when they react to something. So if there's a common question that we're getting a lot, uh, we can actually go in and look and see uh, who's answering that question and how they're answering it, and what's the most successful answer to the question. And so then we can adopt scripts and training where employees to help answer that question. It's also allowing us to see uh, what we call emerging trends. So as new topics uh, come on and become popular topics, we can be in front of those topics with our training. Um, our, the software we're using will actually help us identify those things so we can be in front of those. Um, things like repeat phone calls, we can, we, 
we're hoping to be able to identify and repeat phone calls so that if somebody calls in about the same thing over and over again, and that's common, a common thing that people are calling in for, we know we've got a problem. And so we can go back in and do training and try to figure out how do we help people so that they have this issue, they don't have to call it one time. You know, so one for repeat times. phone calls. Yeah. In there. Um, so um, you mentioned, so it sounds like then you're using voice of the customer one help you determine kind of common things so you might need to do a youtube video about this particular issue um, because a lot of people are having questions in that area so you're more proactive to reach out to, to try to maybe send out information about it or do some training to do some youtube videos directly to the citizens to the taxpayers yeah we've always had a sense for the things that people are struggling with right like sales tax we know with sales tax, uh, new restaurants um, have a hard time complying with, with right. the sales tax laws, right? It's, it's complicated, it's new, they don't necessarily Nothing know what they're doing. complex in the tax world, sales tax. Yeah, and so it, it's hard for them. And so we, we know we have that issue, and so we've done videos around that, right? But there are other things that they don't know uh, that this will help us identify. And that's what I love about it, is we can look at every phone call. It's not. One of the shortcomings of surveys was that in surveys you tend to only get people that are really happy about their experience or very unhappy with their experience. And and you don't get enough surveys typically. Um, the response rate on your surveys is pretty low. And so you don't get enough to make it uh, really, sorry, the auditor's gonna come out to me, but statistically valid, right? Right, right, right. So then it's hard to act on that because it's, is this a real issue or is this just an issue that have three people complaining about and so sometimes it's hard to make those decisions but when we aggregate all this data and look at it all of it it's a lot of data that we then we know uh in a lot better way what those issues are okay and then it sounds like you're also seeing where maybe your call center agents don't understand a particular issue as well as maybe they should so you're able to provide training in that particular area yeah, I don't know that we've found any of those yet, um, but we anticipate being able to find some of those in the future as, as we figure out a little bit better software we're using and are able to better look at that more. And I guess even lower down, you might find where a particular agent uh, maybe is just not uh, handling calls the way the Utah State Tax Commission yeah, yeah. would like for them to. Yeah. So maybe there's some coaching there. Yeah, we, we found a couple of those instances uh, already. Those. Oddly enough, those really jump off the page, right? Uh, when you see those, it's pretty evident who, who is struggling. And it's it's so nice to be able to go in and, and see why they're struggling so that we can coach them and help them. Because most of them, you know, we always operate under the, the idiom that our employees want to do a great job. We just yeah. need to help them, right? And so that gives us an opportunity to do that. That's great. That's great. Um, Mike, can you tell us about changes that you made? Uh, as a result of, of, of voice of the customer data? Sure, I, I think we've got some, I've got a couple of fun ones and then some more uh, serious ones, but uh, so we had a customer who left feedback on our website about our hold music, that apparently our hold music was terrible. Um, and that it was it was basically like causing them anxiety before really? they had to talk to us, which is pro some for some people, it's already anxiety inducing to talk to us. Were you playing and, like heavy metal? I don't, I don't know. I've, I've never been on hold with this. Um, so I don't know exactly what it was, but it had some horns and things. And he's, 
like it. And so we got together with our, our team that manages the phones and they listened to a bunch of samples of old music and then changed the old music. Um, we don't know if this is better because we haven't gotten any feedback yet on it, uh, but anticipating that it's, it's a little more common to discuss guitar in it, right? Uh, that type of thing. So that was kind of a fun one that we were able to fix pretty quickly. Uh, another example is through the website again, somebody somebody left us uh, some feedback that a link on our website was broken. Uh, that automatic, that feedback automatically generates a ticket in our system. So within about five minutes of him leaving that feedback, we have that link fixed. Wow. So that's fast. That's really effective, right? Because they were able to just say, hey, this is broken. It automatically goes to our staff and who is overhand with those tickets. And then they reached out to our, our web developer and we're able to say, hey, this is where all the is not fixed. Uh, a couple other things that we kind of learned uh, is through our taxpayer access portal. So where our customers go to complete transactions with this, our, our online services, uh, is that we, we need to make it easier to set up a payment agreement with this. Uh, and we need to make it easier. Uh, there's some confusion right now because we just we just rolled out so that people can log into their individual uh, income tax account. And that process is a little tricky for some people. And so we're, we're thinking we need to do one of those YouTube videos on how do you set up and create an individual income tax account. And all that's based on feedback that we're getting. Um, I think it probably sounds like those are really simple folks, but uh, when helping people to with with our taxpayer access portal is is huge because that helps to self-service so when it comes time to make a payment they don't have to call us to make a payment they can just go to our website and do that again they can do that 24 hours a day seven days a week you don't have to wait for us to be in the office that makes a huge difference in lives and that changes that journey right now that journey changes from i want to make a payment uh it's saturday night well, I have to wait until Monday morning because I have to call the tax commission to make a payment and then I'm going to have to wait on hold. So now I've waited, what, three and a half days to make a payment versus if we have a really, uh, if it's easier on our website to do that, then you can go to our website and you can make that payment in five minutes or less and you're done with it and you can move on, right? Um, so that journey is very different, right? Two and a half, three days of waiting to make a payment versus five minutes to go online and pay that is awesome. And even the small thing like the broken hyperlink, I've often uh, used the, the axiom that you can't fix what you don't know is broken. Yeah. And so this gives you an opportunity to know in real time you have an issue. And, you know, we're not, we use the website, but we don't use all the website all day, every day. So it would have been found eventually, but uh, it, that's so quick and easy. That's great. That's great. All right, well, um, what advice would you have to give other, particularly government units, in adopting the Voice of the Customer program? I think the first thing I would say is uh, that it's it's gotta be part of your culture, right? And so one of the things we spent the most time working on is working on uh, our culture of letting people, making sure our employees know and understand that we want to provide a positive customer experience and then teaching you what we mean by a positive customer experience and even what a customer experience is. That it's this whole, it's it's the entire journey that the customer went on. It's not just the transaction with you. And that changes everything. 
for everyone. Because now we're thinking about, oh, this person showed up Monday morning mad because they couldn't make a payment online. Okay, we need to fix that. And if we if we teach everybody that, and if it's ingrained in our culture as an agency, then it's going to work for us. Um, so I think that's the that's the biggest piece of advice I would give is that when you think about customer experience, um, quite often we think, oh, you know, I I know what customer experience is, so everybody knows what it is. But it's something that we teach and train and really get into your culture of your agency so that everybody is, is giving that same experience. And it's vital to uh, to helping your customers to be successful. That's awesome. And I'm sure having the support and um, prioritization, it sounds like you're getting a lot of resources to do this, having the uh, support of your, your senior management, your your commissioners in particular, uh, it's really important to the yeah. effort. Yeah, they because they get it too, right? Because it's part of our culture. It's part of who we are. Uh, and so that support, and the other, the other thing I'd say, the other support that's been really good is, is the support of FTA and all the member states um, being able to come to conferences and sit down and talk to them about what they're doing. And to be quite honest, a lot of what we're doing, we just stole from another state. Um, and so I think that it, it's the support of the agency, but also that support of their state is very helpful. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mike, this has been great. Thank you so much for your for your ideas and uh, for the work that you're doing for the citizens of Utah. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks.